Here's the situation. This is part two of our anniversary special. So we're, we're coming to you live on a Tuesday. Is that possible, Rush? I, I think it's not only possible, but probable. So I guess you were right that yesterday was really just part one. So this is part two of our anniversary episode. Um, and what we did was invite um, our uh, guests to join us. The people we talked about, the four people we talked about the most in year one. I came up with a situation for Rush and a guest. Rush came up with a situation for myself and a guest. And Rush and I together came up with one situation just for our guest. And if you haven't heard part one, go back just one episode and you'll hear a conversation we have with my lovely wife, Beth, and our lovely friend, Case Clay. That's right. So uh, check that out if you haven't already. If you have, you're in the right place because today's episode, part two of our three-part anniversary special is with our great friend, Andy St. Clair, who we've mentioned many times on the podcast and who, as TJ just said, we've prepared some situations for for today. Probably one, I think we would both say one of the funniest people we know who we got to play together with. Um, we've mentioned Atlantis on this show before and Andy was was in there and then you, of course, played with him for, for much longer and a more intensive time. Lived with the gentleman. Um, but one of our one of our very favorite people in the whole wide world who said he would come on who's out in Los Angeles, California. This is our friend Andy Sinclair. Hi. Hi, Andy. Hi. 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 <laughs> Guys, so, let me say I am ready to go. All right. I've been looking forward to this all day. It's all I have. It's all I have. I love it. So I love it. Andy, I tried to come up with one that I thought would work for your brain. It's not like it's necessarily personalized, right. but um, but uh, right. here's uh, oh, uh, and our theme is year one anniversary, year one anniversary. Right. So this is our anniversary show. So here's the situation: the Society for Chronological Markers has contacted you to set the common era markers in a variety of fields. So for a lot of time, you know, for the longest time in time, it was Jesus Christ. There was before Christ. And then there was, you know, Anno Domini, the year, you know, the year after. So I want you guys to pinpoint an event in these fields that will define how people refer to it in time. So there, it will, they will say before this happened, and then there was after this happened. Cool. The first one. I think I got it. Got it. In the in the world of sitcoms, set the common era like point for where they say before this and after this in the world, in the realm of sitcoms. And and I it could be like it. a Andy, show you if you want to. It could be like a show or a moment if you want as well. Um, so I'm going to go with my gut, guys. And that, that's how I'm going to play this. <laughs> All right. Thing. Please do. Gut only. <laughs> and my gut is telling me before Barney Miller, before <laughs> the Barney Miller is where we're starting this bad boy. So you're saying BBM and ABM from now on, from now on out. Great. Great. I think you got to think of it as like if you're pre BM or you're post BM, you have a very different feel. It's just a very different feel to everything. Pre BM, everything's tighter. You're not as loose yet. Right. You're feeling all bottled up, post BM, everything. It's like uh, you let loose. We've had, a, and it's it's been a while. You know, we're we're in like this is forty years probably. I mean, the rest of the rest of all time, the rest of all sitcom time will be post B post yeah. post barn. That's all post well, barn. I assume I assume in a few years, then we're going to set another one. Right? Okay, there'll be another one after that. All right. 
I mean, I can't, I can't agree with my good friend Andy here. I <laughs> hey. feel like that puts that puts far too few of our historical sitcoms pre BM. Um, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to stick with the the classic nomenclature of BC, and I'm going to say before Cheers and after Cheers. For me, Cheers is the is the gateway into the the end of the old sitcoms that I grew up with, and the, the transition in before we go into Seinfeld, where there was a major kind of shift and, and that that tectonic shift took place around the Simpsons, uh, which, you know, I, I never know whether that's a sitcom or not. But for me, Cheers was like the last great sitcom of the old era and the first great sitcom of the new era. So I'm going to call it BC and after Cheers. All right. All right. Well, we're, but we're kind of in the same area, <laughs> same time, right? The same time. <laughs> All right. I think Barney Miller's like maybe 15 years earlier. <laughs> Don't yeah. sleep on Barney. But I mean, he's talking about ge- geological sitcom time, where fifteen years is like a second. You know, like this is this is all yeah. sitcom time yeah. of, of all. <laughs> right. how, how about what's the what's right. the first sitcom? Um, I don't know. Was Lucy? Make room for Lucy? make room for Daddy. Was it something like uh, something in there? Or? How about this one, guys? Now, so this could be a song, a band, a an album, a moment within a song. Rock music. Where where is the uh, the the setting point for time as far as rock music goes? Rush, this is always a comfortable spot for you. Music. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm real strong here. I've got at least <laughs> at least three bands that I can I can name, no problem. Uh, yeah, so you're uh, filing through your U2 knowledge <laughs> at this point. Like, what true. U2 album do I want to talk about? <laughs> that's exactly right. There's there's <laughs> one there's one coming up that's more in our friend Mr. Howell's uh, strong <laughs> strong suit. So you, the, the, the tables perhaps will turn in just a little bit. Mm. Oh, I have no doubt. Um, you know, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Prince. Great. I'm gonna hit like. Purple Rainish Prince. Great. He changed the game. Uh, I was gonna changed say- the game, you know, in, in the in the kind of mold. Oh, God rest his soul! Just recently, in the Little Richard uh, vein, where like game was different afterwards for right. sure. Right. So what, Rush? Octung baby, gonna, or? I was also yeah. going to say Prince. <gasps> oh, oh. Really? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, I just oh, oh that was a feel bad. <laughs> I wanted Andy to feel bad. That I that I had come up me with my minimal music knowledge and come up with the same answer as him. I, I, no. I was going to say uh, Nirvana. Uh, Ooh, I love it. Like, and the reason that I picked it is I, I really don't know what I'm talking about here, but it does see, it did seem to me like uh, rock music changed significantly uh, with Nirvana, and and the next like ten or fifteen years they became the key influence uh, for for. A, a new style of rock music, which frankly left me behind a little bit, and is part of the reason why maybe I'm not uh, as as uh, you know conversant in in music history because I still liked uh, the the stuff from the late '80s and and mid '80s and stuff at, at that point. All right, how about um, uh, uh, another one? I just thought of, by the way, another one I thought of would be Thriller. That Thriller, oh yeah, mm-hmm. that's great, yeah. How about a moment or a flick um, for action movies? What is before and after what moment, stunt, or film for action movies? 
or I guess performer if you if you think of it that way too. Uh, to me, do you want to go first or second on this one, Andy? I, I'll go second. Go for it. All right. For me, it's Die Hard. Die Hard was was uh, it's the greatest action movie ever. Um, it's like it. There there may well have been other action movies that did this before it, but I think it created the genre, at least in my mind, of the like the action comedy um, where it's it's not truly a comedy, but there's a lot of like lighter moments. The hero is is like. Uh, quick-witted even in the tough situations and then it's just like i mean die hard they blew up a damn building for real downtown los angeles and i think it created like the path forward to these movies that have followed forever that your mission impossibles your fast and furious whatever where the budgets are out of control um but it, it also like I don't know. It, it, it bridged from like an action drama combo to, to the new, to the new style of action movies. And it's just too seminal for me to really even think of anything else about action movies. I, Die Hard is the movie, the action movie for me. Okay, here I go. I'm going to go with Rambo, baby. Rambo, first blood. Right out the gate. A little thing about Rambo is that they made like six of them, right? And they spawn over time. Uh, so the, he, he, Stallone, John Rambo, it was John, right? Wasn't it John Rambo? Yeah, John Rambo. John Rambo. Uh, he, you know, I remember seeing that movie for the first time. I think that movie came out, I'm going to guess like 82, 83. Um, and I remember seeing it probably when I shouldn't have, but I remember being like, my mind was blown from that movie. So had for me, that, it would be... Had you know, that song, too, that Rambone, Rambone, Where You Been, you know, like, yeah, Around the World, yeah. I'm Going Again. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, all yeah, that. That's a great song. <laughs> yeah. All yeah, right. That's a great Rambo song. <laughs> Here's the one I, that... <laughs> I like that Andy and I just both picked ones that were like, we got to sneak in and watch an action movie, you know, and it was <laughs> yeah. like a life changer. So <laughs> I think that was, that was really the key. I, it was basically... Yeah. Before and after I was allowed to watch action movies. Yeah. I don't know why, but like every time I hear action movie, the first thing, every single time that pops into my head is the the series um, from True Lies where they're on that bridge that goes like from Key West yeah. to Florida. Like, and that big flip, the truck like flips and shit. That, every time I think action movie, that's so the first thing that pops into my head. All right, here's the one that's more into Mr. Howell's Is, uh, is Schwarzenegger zone. the greatest action star? Uh, ooh, yeah. Probably. I mean, would you put Cruz up there, Rush? I, I don't think much of him, but like that would be one of the only guys I would think who you could put in that in that realm. Is as far be, as even it'll just be one of those two guys. Yeah, I mean, Terminator Two is, is right up there with Die Hard is the greatest ever. I'd say Arnold, and then I'd put I'd probably I'd, Cruz would be the second guy that would come to mind. It's for me as well. probably well, also a, the key. One of the keys is Schwarzenegger only does those kind of movies. Right? Yeah, he rarely right. does like uh, Cruz does like Magnolia, or he does you know other actor movies. It's a subgenre. Yeah, I mean, even even when Arnold tries to do a non- yeah. an action movie, that's not a non-action movie. It, it morphs into an action movie. Like you watch Kindergarten Cop, it's like right. a comedy for about an hour and twenty minutes, and then they're like, "All right, it's still an action movie. We're gonna have yeah. this guy roll into town, and Arnold's yeah. gonna have to fight him." It's it's a subgenre. Let's put our best meat in the window. 
we have we probably haven't seen a lot of them, and it's it's you know a, a subclass of of uh, action. But like Jackie Chan might be there because that dude made also made like tons of those you know those movies that we probably haven't seen too, where he's doing all of his own shit too. You know, like right. sliding. We slid he yeah, slid out that cashier right. window. Was that like Rush Hour Two or something? He came through the window of the cashiers thing in the right. in the casino. That it was the size of a mail so, slot. So good. All right, so this is the one that's in Mr. Howell's zone a little bit more. What um, for like uh, tabletop games, games okay. played like board games or card games, I guess in, in that realm. Um, games played on tabletop. Yeah, I'm, I'm very confident in my answer there. I will say it's before and after Settlers of Catan. Now just called Catan. That was a sea change in uh, board gaming, tabletop gaming. Prior to that, uh, most people that grew up in this country were exposed to things like Monopoly, Risk, maybe Sorry, Trouble, um, Chinese Checkers, things like that. Uh, Long games um, that have player elimination, not very well designed games, things like Candyland are way too luck based and everything. Settlers of Catan is is and was the key game, I think, in um, becoming... You know, not that like tabletop gaming is all that popular in America, but that was a uh, that was a game that got household uh, acceptance um, and, uh, and and changed uh, changed the industry uh, completely, at least in the U.S., where we began uh, become aware of the Euro game. Rush, where was oh. Magic in relationship to when Settlers of Catan came out? Um... They came out within a few months of each other. Oh, right? really? I think, okay. I think Catan. I think Catan is '94, and Magic was like late '93 with the alpha and beta sets there. Um, and yeah, Magic might be a more seminal game, more important for the overall American kind of uh, gaming uh, industry and experience. And, and you know, Magic ultimately got Hasbro to back it and so forth. But um, I was thinking more in the lines of, of board games, but. You know, it is interesting that those two came out so close to wow. each other. What about you, Andy? See, with this question, with this question, can, is it is it specifically board games? No, it could be. Can, I think anything any? kind of played because I, I, in my head, I, I, I wasn't sure of the right term for you know, like non-video played at like a table on a table. Uh-huh. Whether because I thought like Magic, what, what would Magic be called? Rush is that just a card game, or is that is tabletop the right term or? I would say a card game, but but it's totally fair to include it in your category. Okay. I mean, and I, I, I think I would still say Catan, but 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 uh, Magic is uh, cer- certainly up there. I just like a non-video I mean, game, Andy, with the pieces or cards or yeah. parts or whatever. You know, my first thought was, and Rush will have to tell me what the timeline is on this. Was D and D was was my first thought. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, because I, I remember people. I, I can remember the first time I saw it when I was young. You know, I remember people playing it. And I was like, oh. And, and that's the first recognition I have of that game. Um, and then I also thought uh, McDonald's Monopoly. <laughs> Those are the two things I thought. Uh, which I was like, what is that? Like 88, 89, 90, around that time? Oh, do I you... remember going nuts for McDonald's Monopoly. Were you guys old enough? Pieces. 
with the when the Russians boycotted the Olympics, McDonald's was running a thing where you'd get a card and you'd scratch it and it had an event on it. And if the U.S. went gold, you got a hamburger. If they went silver, you got French fries. And if they went bronze, you got a soda. And and they, you know, like, oh, they we'd go to our McDonald's, they'd hand us like 10 or 12 cards. We'd be like, do you have any extra? They'd give us like, you know, five more. And then we'd eat for a week because the Russians never showed up and we just dominated you it was oh it was so self-perpetuating and then you'd go back to claim your free food and you get more of the cards and then you'd have winners on that it just like kept on feeding itself and feeding Mm -hmm. itself but i I could definitely see D &D too andy is like that was the first game i remember where it wasn't played it was played in your mind you know like it it was a a setup of a game where you you roll dice or whatever, but the rest of it was played yeah. only by imagination um, and without necessarily like right, it was a, an object was, sometimes. <laughs> right. And that's what I remember about it. I was like, well, where are the pieces? You know, they're like, well, you know, you can, how people would explain to you. And I was like, I don't get it. Right. You know, I, but, but, but I remember it. I remember that game. I, I think that's a great choice, Andy. I mean, so D&D would be like early 70s. Gary Gygax like starts it up, right? And then, and I think maybe rises to prevalence in the like 73 to 83. I mean, I'm not like a D&D historian, but that would be my guess. Um, and I, I do think like that was a major, another major shift. Again, you previously had all these, you know, think of those games that are still somehow in like everybody's collection. You know, everybody has Trivial Pursuit. Everybody has uh, Risk. Everybody has, um, you know, uh, Backgammon and stuff. And then you have uh-huh. these thousands of year old games like Chess and Go and everything. And and there just weren't that many games getting made. Like today, there are like 50 to 100 Kickstarter games that will be very popular. But it's almost like movies coming out. People buy these games. They play them three or four times. And that's it with them, but it's like it's it's a whole different world. And I do think that D and D is a great choice because the fantasy role playing like aspect of it that became a pretty heavy theme in a lot of the uh, the, the games going forward. And I, I remember like when I was a kid, I was like I didn't understand D and D. I kind of wanted to play it, but I was like oh, I think that's like nerds play it, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I was far too as a kid, I was far too concerned about what was popular and what wasn't. And uh, I wish I had played uh, more as a kid because it's a great game. Uh, two more for you, gentlemen. What athlete, event, team, or whatever in the sports or athletic field? Where do you want to set the set the point of before and after in the in sports uh, or athletics? Uh, I mean, just for my personal life, it's like the '85 Royals. <laughs> mm, yeah, that's that's everybody. One. The Willie Wilson. The uh, who yeah. else? Was Amos, Amos Otis was, oh. Amos, was he on that oh, team? He, I was Amos on the team. Well, you had like you had Bianca Lana, Balboni, you know, Brett. I think Wathen, Brett, <laughs> Willie, Lonnie, Sabes, Quisenberry, you know. So they per you know, the eighty five Royals was, was a big deal. It's kinda how it's I mean it's kinda how they do it anyway, before the they, they pretty much of like, Oh, this guy yeah. didn't doesn't know anything before the eighty five Royals. This right. guy doesn't know sports. Well, yeah. right. When you think of sports too, and you say eighty a team in eighty five, the first one you're going to go to is the Royals. Right? And that's when well, they had to come out of the West. Too. That's the two right, division right. time when the when the Royals were like the the champions, the consistent yeah. champions of the West. Yeah, you got to win that division. That's right. <laughs> I I'm going to say 
for me, sports, it's like very clearly delineated around one key team and one key player. And that is the Adam Morrison Gonzaga Bulldogs. <laughs> I, I think, no. I, I, I mean, look, uh, I hate this guy. I'm sick of hearing about him. It's all anybody's talking about right now. He's one of my least favorite athletes of all time. But, uh, you know, and it's, it's a cliched and boring answer. But I think it's got to be Michael Jordan. I mean, I, the yeah. guy had way more impact on sports in all of our lives. I mean, just such an outsized impact. Like, Tiger is maybe the only thing that even got close. Would you consider and, Ali? You know, Muhammad Ali? Not, not even close. No. I mean, in our lifetime, I, I, I wish. I mean, those the Muhammad Ali documentaries are are still the best sports documentaries for me. Still the most interesting to watch. He is the most charismatic athlete of all time, I think. And but you know, he. I just can't say that because I didn't live to see the only Muhammad Ali I saw was you know very end of his career and then later struggling with health. Whereas like. You know, Jordan kind of divided perfectly for me my like childhood of like sports are this like, you know, you know it's just this uh, idealized every, you know, there are these players they are so much bigger than you and older than you and they're heroes. And then, you know, during the Jordan years, I came of age. And so I started to be like, hey, a lot of these athletes are assholes. And, I, you know, I don't I don't have to cheer for them. Or I, and then I, I don't know. But did no, nobody's had that level of impact. Or even yeah. there, there was a there was a poll, like you know the Q rating, right? That says how um, how well known somebody is, basically, like what their level of celebrity is. And like six or seven years ago, Michael Jordan still had the highest Q rating, and he had been retired oh. for a decade. He was still the most oh. most worldwide recognized athlete. It was more than Tiger Woods, more than LeBron James. It's insane. It's insane. I have one last one for you. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Andy. I, I want to say if, if I was, you know, outside of a personal one, you know, what, for me, I, I was actually thinking that Tyson-Douglas fight. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. That that would be maybe the, the, the point for me. That would be the one. I mean, that was just, a, I mean, I remember, Mike Tyson, I thought, was, you know, unkillable. Yeah. Superhuman. Mm-hmm. All right. Last one, gentlemen. Um, your life. For your personal life, if you had to place a point and say before this and after this as a defining uh, moment, character, a characteristic, year, uh, event, whatever, for your own personal life. I would say for me, it's the day I uh, my parents dropped me off in Chicago. Yeah. That day, that day they left. Because then, then from there, you know, all the, all the people I knew, you know, I had my, my friends that I grew up with and I went to college with. And then I also made a, a large new group of friends. And then I, uh, worked, found work and eventually married my wife through a, a Chicago connection. She was with a woman with a Vanessa and I talked to Vanessa. Then I talked to Danielle and, and then, you know, then we got married and we had a kid. So yeah, the moment I think my parents left me in Chicago, you really like kind of on your own starting your life yeah. as on your yeah. terms or yeah. Right. So sorry, right around that for me, it'd be right around the 4th of July in like 98, 98, 98 or so. Mr. I, I, you know, I think I, 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 I was joking about Prince before. I think I have to agree. <laughs> I think it was for me the day that Andy's parents dropped him off in Chicago. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, I, Andy and I did live together for several years in 3033 North Racine. Um, but yeah, I think it's the same. I think it's the same for me. Like when I went to Chicago, I mean, it would be kind of in between that and the, and the day I left for college, right? I mean, both of them are just these transformational events. But I, you don't – college still feels more like an extension of – it's – I don't know. You don't feel quite as much like an adult, even though, like, I'm sure my behavior was not all that adultish uh, in my early years in Chicago either. But, yeah, I would say that that transition – and mm-hmm. it happens to be basically halfway through my life now – uh, just yeah, like coincidence, maybe not, but and those were some good, those were some good times, some fun years. Sounds good. That uh, was that was what I had for you. All righty. Okay, great. Rush, did you tell TJ that I lived in a room that was dogs were bred in? <laughs> yeah, I don't think I have. I don't think I have. So those are two of my favorite dogs. things: dogs and bread. I love it. I yeah, wish I was there. Yeah. Yeah, we, uh, I'm trying to remember exactly. We, we so there was a downstairs at 3033 North Racine, which was the uh, namesake for the improv show that we did for like ten years. And where the where the uh, beer pong tournament was? Oh yeah. Okay, yeah, the, then I've been the down there. Arms. I've been down there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you won a title. <laughs> you and Andy both won titles. I'm oh, sorry. Um, I never won a title. Um, but yeah, so it was a it was it, on the on the bottom floor. There was a bedroom that was fairly big, and it just had an enormous closet, enormous closet. And we we lived with three people there for my first year, and then the last two years we lived there. We had four people, and uh, Andy lived in that closet, so he had to walk <laughs> through my room to get into his room, which was basically just about as big as my room, that closet. But what we didn't tell Andy is the previous owners. <laughs> had used that room to, to breed dogs. <laughs> and uh, I don't know how well they cleaned it. I don't know what happened. Andrew, it, was like, it was like if somebody went and slept at, at Case Clay's breeding farm on the, on the this, ground over there. This story works if it's like, hey, did you, did you tell him I lived in a dog breeding room? It also works if, if, if you say, did you tell him I lived in a closet in your room? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's all... It's all uh, it was a, it was an, it was an odd scenario. It yeah, was an odd scenario. He would he would just walk right through, uh, you know. Yeah. Any, any time of night. Well, that was a, we we weren't sleeping that much in those years anyway. No. We we, we no. thought we were immortal. And you, know, you weren't we and you there. weren't bringing a lot of people home then, Rush either. <laughs> no. I I was not. No, you better believe I wasn't. No. You were living. Not a lot of action. It was like it was like closet. Laszlo and real genius. You had a dude just walk through and walk into your closet yeah. and live there. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Great that time. was all I Every had. Time. So, oh, baby. Uh, here we are. We're back. It's unbelievable. <laughs> we're, we're here for an anniversary draft, food draft. I've got, uh, uh, we've got TJ Jagodowski, the best color man in the business, in the booth with us. But we also have, I just am absolutely thrilled. A real subject matter expert. We're here today with Mr. Andrew St. Clair. Uh, thanks so much for being on the program. Uh, really excited for this food draft. For those of you that aren't familiar, uh, from time to time, we have these drafts. We bring eight people in, and they're allowed to draft certain types of food, and then they cannot have any of the other types of that food for the rest of their lives. They're locked out. This is all they get. This is going to be fast food restaurants. 
Okay, so you want to go to a McDonald's or a Burger King. If somebody else drafts Burger King, you can never go again in your life. Mm. If you got Burger King, you go, you hunt the whole menu, have a great time, do whatever you want to do. Uh, so that's basically it. We got uh, we got uh, we got two rounds we're going to do here live. But before we get into that, I just want to know, uh, Andy, you're an expert when it comes to the, you know, fast food and food drafts generally. Uh, what do you what do you think? What do you expect to go number one off the top of the board? And what's one that you just would hate to see, but you think is an overrated pick that just might happen? Well, I got to tell you, I think we're going to see one of those higher end burger places going early, like maybe maybe one like an In and Out, you know, well, Five uh, Guys, a uh, Shake Shack, something like guys. that. Shake yeah. Shack. Mm-hmm. We're gonna. I think that's what we're gonna. I think that's what's going to happen early. I think people are going to try to lock that down. Uh, you know, a place that I, I just don't want to see. I don't want to see this place go at all in the draft. But I, I, I don't want to hear anyone talking about a, a Hardee's. I don't want to hear anyone talking about a Taco Bell. I don't want to hear anyone talking about a Subway. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Well, you, uh, uh, Carl's Jr., no different than the Hardee's, right? You don't want to see either of those. Kept no. off there. Mr. Delicious, the Mr. Delicious, I just want to say I, I'm thrilled to be here with you. I'm excited to see the picks from this uh, this young buck of the of the fast food game and the uh, fast food the fast food draft, formerly brought to you by Sonic Industries. That's right, mm-hmm. and I, I was gonna say I was gonna be very clear yeah, about this. Formerly, Sonic Sonic is the sponsor, so we can't have <laughs> Sonic in there. Otherwise, we would probably put it number one. But it turns out they're sponsoring it, so they can't be in there. Everybody can continue to have Sonic. Uh, Mr. Jagadowski. And so I'm, I'm, and I'm legally that. not allowed to participate in the fast food the fast food draft. So I'm I'm happy to be up in the booth with you today, Mr. Delicious. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Uh, well, maybe that was a mistake. But <laughs> Delicious didn't think I went through. Didn't realize there were some actual legal ramifications. <laughs> but uh, well, luckily, we no, got uh, Andrew Sinclair. Just for the sake of here, here's, here's the situation. There are legal ramifications. Otherwise, we're we're doing just fine. Uh, okay, good, good. So let me tell you, uh, first up is Mitch Bergerman Manberger. He's got the first pick, mm. Mitch Bergerman, and uh, he's kicking us off with Shake Shack. Mm. Yeah. You had that right. I mean, you, it, yes, of course. I mean, it's great, no doubt. Well, you think maybe a little bit of a flash in the pan? Hadn't been around that long. You think a little too quick to go with the Shake Shack, or you're good with that choice? I mean, I think I might go, for me, I might go, there's a lot of good burger places. You know, I live like a block away from a habit, which is not a terrible thing. You know, if you ever I don't, if you ever tried a habit burger, I have not. Never had a habit. It's like a it's like a fancy fast food burger. Hmm. Uh, I, I maybe I might go with uh, a pizza. Maybe I go for the pizza one. Hmm. You know, maybe I want to lock down a, a, a nice upscale fancy fast food pizza. But I, I, it's a good pick. It's a solid pick. I just wonder, I've does never- Shake Shack have the staying power? Uh, Mick, is Shake Shack going to be there in five years? We don't know. See, I think that's a great question. We don't know for sure. And I mean, it's a, it may be a little bit of a flash of the pan. Now, I haven't had this habit burger. Mrs. Delicious says I have a few bad habits. Uh, recently, she's been frustrated. I've been eating a lot of mangoes. Oh. Uh, just leaving leaving the jars out. you got to let and a man eat his mango. That's if, that, if that's the worst of your bad habits, then, then she's looking too hard. I'll, I'll tell you that. I, I agree. Oh, sec- uh, next up, we got Jessica St. Cool. Jessica say mm-hmm. cool going with Chick Fil A. Mm-hmm. Okay, I mean controversial. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're only open six days a week. That's a problem. <laughs> that is a problem. If you're going to go at number two and you're only open six of the seven days a week, 
I mean, I, I think I don't think I want you there. Great call. I think I want. I may want you a little deeper in the maybe right, maybe even round two. To be completely honest, it locks you yeah, into you a round two. It locks you into a seven day a week round two pick too, right? So that yeah, I mean that's that, right. that yeah, that boxes you in. I mean the bottom line. The bottom line is the Chick Fil A's got to be about twenty percent better than whatever else you're picking because you, you only got you only got six days. I gotta say though, I do enjoy the Chick Fil A. And uh, a lot of places, not a lot of places have a good breakfast and a good uh, good lunch and dinner. Chick-fil-A is pretty solid across the boards. Well, also, let me say, with that Shake Shack pick, they got a pretty good chicken sandwich. Right? Oh, so, that's right. So, And, and, and Chick-fil-A is, is not making a good burger. No, so those, maybe those cows I'm won't allow it. <laughs> yeah, maybe I'm liking that. That's right. Maybe I'm liking <laughs> that burger Shake Shack pick more. More and more as time's going on. That's right. I mean, as between the two, you're not if you if you're uh, Mitch Burgerman Manburger, you're not treating. You're not saying, "Oh, I've made a mistake. Give me Chick Fil A." Mm-hmm. You're 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 happy with your Shake Shack pick right now. I think. Yeah. Uh, next up is uh, is a robot called Turbo Dumps uh, <laughs> sent here from the future to participate in this draft. Uh, Turbo mm-hmm. Dumps, and he is taking in and out burger. Mm. I, I mean, it's it's a run. It's going to be a run on burgers. You know that it. I look. Stop with this in and out. The fries are not good, right? The fries are terrible. The, hot take. Hot take. Fine. Hot take. Hot take alert. Hot take. Hot take alert. If you want the fries to be good, you have to get them extra crispy. And seven out of ten times, I forget to ask for that. So they're regular I'm or extra limp? It. Are you saying they're regular fries or are, yeah. are the extra limp order? They're just a little softer. They're okay. a little softer. You know, they're not I, what let I'm me ask for. you. Let me ask you this, Andy. Why? Why would any place not have their standard fry be a crisp fry? I, I Mr. Delicious, I don't know. It's a great question. I, I hate this pick. I hate it. I hate two. I hate three. I don't like what's happening so far in this draft. Right now, I tell you, I, I, I need to apologize to Shake Shack. I'm gonna have to apologize. To Andy, uh, let me let me ask you this, Andy. In your if is Andy picking? Is Andy in the draft or just commenting this? It's just going to be commenting, okay. but uh, you know we'll hear what he would have picked. Which if, I'm excited to hear. If if you were in the draft, Andy, how what what percentage of your decision would rest on side orders, uh, potential desserts, or stuff? Are you pretty much super focused on the entree portion, or are you thinking about uh, you know how the fries are? Do they have onion rings? Is it the kind of joint that has mott sticks or or what have you? Yeah, I, I want to know what because uh, you're going to get tired of the the same thing, mm-hmm. right? So I want to know what else I can add into it right now. Okay, and, and you know, with with In and Out, their their shakes are fine. They're fine shakes. Their burgers are fine. Their fries are bad. And if you're going to waste a third pick on bad fries, this is why you're picking third. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I gotta say, it's it, it, can we adjust real quick the elephant in the room here, which is. Do you think? Do you think twice about taking a burger place because there's got to be about eight to ten good burger options? And, and is it maybe a good move to wait and then say I'm going to go, I'm going to zag while they zig, and I'm going to come back for a burger in round two? This is what I'm saying. These this burgers are going too high. They're going too high. I agree. All right. Well, I, I hate to interrupt you, Andy, but the, the fourth pick is walking up. It's Christy Turlington. Uh, former hmm. former model and uh, actress is uh, got the fourth pick, hmm. and she is going with. Oh my God, she's going with McDonald's. Wow, wow. What do we What do we think oh. about that? That's interesting. 
I mean, you can get McDonald's later, right? You definitely can get them in the second round, I think. No, not now. Now they're gone. I, yeah. I think it's a reputation pick. You know, like, I, I think what Andy is saying it does, is I don't think it, it would ever make it to the second round. I think it deserves to be in the second round if you look at right. it objectively as far as what you're actually getting there. But it's it's a legacy pick. It's a reputation pick. It's it's the availability also is huge. Um, any town, yeah. she, Christy Turlington yeah, wants to true. move to the middle of nowhere. That, see, she's going to find a Mickey boy, D's there. He's the best color man in the business, people. That's why. He makes great points. Because the thing about it is if you're only going to have – you know, two fast food restaurants, four fast food restaurants the rest of your life. Isn't it good to have one? You're guaranteed any airport, any highway rest stop, et cetera. It's the jet setter's pick because she, she can have it in Paris. She can have it in London. She can have it in Moscow. You know, like it's the jet setter's Uh pick. Uh, you, that is a great call. I, you know, I didn't even think about that. You, you want to have the availability. The best ability is availability Mm -hmm. in this draft. For sure. I, let's put that on a T-shirt. I, I, I think I think uh, that is. I'm going to say it's a sneaky good pick. But I look. I mean, and that's why that's why Mr. Jagodowski he's got some great ideas. Now the fifth pick is coming from Admiral David Robinson. No relation. Oh. Not not oh. the basketball player. This guy's but the actual admiral. admiral. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. He's an admiral. So uh, who knows what he might do? Uh, he's walking up there. It looks like it's a one word name. It looks pretty long. What a burger. Ooh, what a pick. Interesting. Interesting call there, guys. Uh, so the, the run of burgers has been hot. It, it looks like David Robinson felt like he needed to get in there and uh, locked down a burger before they were gone. What do you think? I mean, I'm going to just keep saying it. Take something other than a burger place. You can get it on the back end. You can get it in the next round. For sure. Yeah, give, me, give me two or three safe burger picks that are still out there, just just to show what these people are, are kind of, uh, why they're messing up. And, to, you know, to TJ's point, ultimately, where's a Whataburger at? Whataburger at? I know I've seen one in L.A. Where else are there? Mostly Texas, right? Hmm. I hope David Robinson lives in Texas, because let me tell yeah. you, if he, if he lives in the Northeast, he's made a huge mistake. I mean, yeah. and, and he's an admiral. Who knows when he's going to get called into active duty? I think this may have been... <laughs> This may have been a big error by Admiral uh, David Robinson, but, you know. Availability is not great, but if he's stationed in, you know, in Racine, in Kenosha, in Madison, then Culver's is your burger pick. Uh, you yes. High-quality custard. Um, uh, five Guys is still out there. Steak and Shake, if yep. you find yourself, uh, you know, in and around uh, Indiana. Uh, we can't, we can't call that fast food. I mean, I know it's supposed to be, but that is a slow service at your Steak and Shake. <laughs> <laughs> very, very fresh. Andy, if you're sitting at six and you see burger, yes. chicken, burger, 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 yeah. are you going off the bar? Are you going like a little Caesars? Are you saying I'm, you're going? So I'm going Jersey Mike's right here at okay. six. Jersey okay. Jersey Mike's. Gotcha. Let's get a right. sub. Yeah. Let's, Let's see who it is. Up, uh, up what? Dougie Poots. Oh, my Dougie man. Biggest pick. Dougie Poots, uh, kind of infamous for making some. Uh, some uh, uh, unusual picks. He's up there. I loved him in the sandwich draft. I loved him in the sandwich draft. He came out with the with the with the Monte Cristo, backed it up with the muffaletta. There was so much character in his sandwich draft. He absolutely shit the bed in the candy draft in a ridiculous nature, taking what Swedish fish off the board first round. It's a joke, and 
and I could not now love this guy more. Ew, he messed up his fruit and vegetable oh, pick. He took oh, oh plantains in the second round in the fruit and vegetable. Um, but I have come around to this man based solely on the strength of his of his last sandwich draft, and I'm rooting hard for him today. I'm going to well, find how this pick is right. He's got a bold pick. I love it. He took Vegas Showgirl sandwiches through the whole sandwich draft. He it was Vegas Showgirls of sandwiches, and I'm rooting for him today. I did not expect this to go at any point in the four round draft. I certainly didn't expect it to go with six pick. Dougie Poots has taken Long John. What an asshole! What an asshole! What an unbelievable asshole he is. He had one good day. I was hoping it was a corner turn. It wasn't turning the corner. He's back to being wow. just a freaking moron. Long John Silver. Good wow. God. Uh, 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 if you're going to play, uh, Andy, I, I'm just going to ask you. I know this is tough. If you're going to try to play devil's advocate oh. on that pick, how, uh-huh. what, what's the justification? You, you well, don't. Silver's at six. There's no, no advocate you know, devilish enough. There's no devil that is advocative enough. This is indefensible. It's it's a Dougie Poots pick. Uh, I mean, Poots, if anything, Poots needs to go with five guys here, if anything. You know, like, just make it. I, look, maybe maybe he is uh, vegan. Oh. Now, we don't know what Dougie, what Poots is eating. You know, maybe he's just, or even just going no meat, he just loves hush puppies. I, I, Maybe I don't know what he's doing. But to your earlier pick, Andy, then go Jersey Mike's and get a veggie a veggie sub or get something, you know, that yeah. way. You can find salads at the, some of these places. He is yeah. He's locked into faux fish for a lifetime here yeah. in the first round. It's yeah. It's criminal. It's bad. It's, it's criminal. Bad. It's, it's hard to see the upside in that pick. I'm, I'm actually confused how he's not the number one pick. <laughs> sounds like sounds like Poots is real. He's he's pooted a lot. He's struggled in the past, uh, but we'll see. We'll see what he does in round two. Next up, uh, already at the podium, Bradley Weedenhammer has gone Arby's seventh pick. Arby's. Hmm. Oh, okay. What is happening? What I mean, Arby's and, and Five Guys is just sitting out there at this point. And I don't even I don't even want a burger run. Like I don't want the roast beef. I don't. I don't want an. I don't want the Arby's. I don't. I've never felt good after an Arby's. Uh, where do you, Where do you come out on Their Arby's fries are sauce? Excellent. Horsey sauce. The sauces. It's good sauce. I like all the sauce. But I, I think you're. I think that's the kind of pick you're gonna. It's gonna. You're gonna use it for a year or two, and then you're gonna let it loose. You're gonna cut it. He's gonna want too much money. You're gonna get rid of it. They got a decent euro at Arby's. That's mm-hmm. terrible. I mean, I, I gotta I, say, I mean, I hear you. I hear your points. I, I don't hate the pick. I kind of, I, I kind of like it's. It's a little different. There's no other place that has that sort of stuff. So if you wanted the roast beef sandwiches, you had to get Arby's. You don't know when they're gonna be. You don't know if it's gonna be back. I, uh, for the uh-huh. I think it's a middle second round pick. I really do. I, yeah. I do like their variety. I'd like, you know, you can get, you can get four different kinds of meats there. Right. Um, and people seem to like People seem to like the sauces. So you got some variety yeah. and I like, here's what I like about Arby's. Their first 30 years were not necessarily great. I like what they're doing with their game now. I, I they're it's taking some chances. They're putting stuff on Hawaiian rolls. They're they're making oh. some moves right now that are exciting. I think I would give it a little bit of time before I took them this high to see what are they going to become. Where's their ceiling? But What's Arby's ceiling? You know, it's a high you're ceiling. Some right sandwiches. Now. I mean, I mean, you get you get not just the roast beef, not just the, the chicken sandwiches. 
it, not just the good curly fries, and, and they got like four different types of fries. But you, you're gonna get, you're almost getting like a like a subway uh, package deal because they have a bunch of uh, you know sandwiches. Although the they, sandwiches are better, they than they could get a sandwich. wild hair up their ass next week and bring a brisket back for you. So you are gonna get uh, some, you are gonna you get go. some interesting. You know, they have the meats. There's no denying that. I'm just excited uh-huh. to see where their game goes. I I think they're a middle second round pick though in my book. That's uh, yeah, that's no, where I had him slide. If if we never doesn't take him now, he's got to take him, you know, on the wheel back, or they're not coming back. So. Andy, what's your sure. what's your right now on your board? Is long is um uh, Jersey Mike still um, best not selected? Is that number one not I, taken? I, I think you got to go Jersey Mike's. I don't see how it's slipping. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't. I mean, you got a lot of options. They make good fries. There's there's chips. There's sodas. There, you you can do veggie. Just Jersey Mike's. That's Maybe best available Mike's. for you right you, now. Best available. You're gonna available. be very upset. Mm. You're gonna be very upset here to hear this. Andy. Oh no! <laughs> Sammy Tots is up with the eighth pick and it's gone Taco Bell. Wow. I mean, <laughs> look, I feel like I'm just pooing everybody's pick here, That's and so okay. I'm trying not to. That's all right. Look, Taco Bell's gonna be there. It's gonna be there in the next round. It's gonna maybe even be there in the third. I like Taco Bell. I'm not against Taco Bell. I just don't want to waste my first round pick on Taco Bell. Andy, do you have any any experience with a Nando's? No. No. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it was something I, I see every once in a while. There's a couple here in Chicago. It's like a Nando's Peri Peri or something like that. I'm not even sure mm. what kind of food it is. Not even sure. I just didn't didn't know if you had ever wandered into a Nando's. Mm. No, it sounds good though. <laughs> sure uh, while you were ta- while you were talking Nando's, there were a couple quick picks. Great. Okay. Uh, Sammy Tots had the wheel, so he took Taco mm. Bell, came right back with Wendy's, hmm. and then uh, Bradley Wiedenhammer followed up Arby's with Potbellies. That's what we wow. got. What do you think about those two picks? Look, I, I mean, okay, if you're gonna do Taco Bell, then yeah, Wendy's. I still think I would take Five Guys over Wendy's. But the availability, the best ability is availability, and Wendy's yeah. does have that. Do we know if That's Five Guys is okay? They've really fallen. They came in pre-draft as as yeah. a projected top five pick, and they have fallen. Are they dead? Did something happen? Yeah, to yeah. They, it, they're having like a Thurman Thomas situation where they're just uh, they're sitting in the room, and it's like the cameras are on Five Guys. They're all sitting around. Yeah. Uh, did they, they find their family there? They're wearing a nice suit, and it's not going well. Did they find heroin I mean, in the back rooms of all the Five Guys? Is something yeah. something we're not aware of happening? I'm checking the wire, and I'm seeing no new no news on Five Guys right now. And, and I mean, next pick is Dougie Poots. Uh, he ain't taking Five Guys. I'll just no, tell he's you not. that right. I know nope. Poots. He's not taking Five. Not guys. if you I walk mean, him into there. it. It's mm-hmm. there for Poots. Five Guys, Jersey Mike's, Pizza Hut. Let's get a pizza place in there. He might he might go to one of the three Quiznos that's still open. We we might find oh, we might find something like that here. Uh, uh, he's coming up to the podium. Andy, yeah. just just to warn you, if there is another fish place available, he could double fish. That's how that's how oh, no. just backwards the Poots man can be. Like he could go oh, back God, to back. If he, if he did the Captain B's, yeah, he, oh, he could yeah, go just corner be, corner fish. That would be as as bad as it gets. Uh, he did not do that. He's gone with a uh, a bit of a, uh, a regional favorite, uh, maybe not even a favorite, but a regional, and that is Bojangles. <laughs> okay, can't, can't even speak to it. Don't don't know don't know what it does. Don't know where it is. I don't know what they make or how. I don't know if it's hot, cold, what what material it is. He is so oh, it's so poots. It's unbelievable. 
I've never, I've never eaten at one. Now, my thing is, they're only in like the South, right? That's right. Yeah, you can only find a Bojangles in the South. It's got actually got a great breakfast. <laughs> I mean, very unhealthy, very unhealthy. Like buttered biscuits, oh, delicious, oh. like sausage and bacon all over those things. They, they, they got a breakfast sandwich that'll, that'll, uh, it'll, it'll take a year off your life, but it'll. Uh, It'll make that year pretty fun. Well, go ahead. Take the year off because otherwise you're eating at Long John Silver's. So go ahead and take as many years off as you want because otherwise you're getting a haddock haddock pie. When when Dougie Poots is not in the southeast, he's got to – he has to find a Long John Silver's. He does. I I mean, how many Long John Silver's are in the south is my real question. (laughs) A few, I I don't know. I feel like you don't see them all that often. Well, they're nowhere. They're nowhere where you can actually get fish. I can tell you that. Right. Because if you could get fish, you wouldn't go there. So that takes, uh, you know, the coasts away. Um, So maybe, maybe they're just in Nebraska or something. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Uh, uh, New pick is in Admiral David Robinson. Remember, led off with Whataburger. He's come back with Jersey Bikes. Ah, There we go. There it is. There we go. I, I like what he's doing. I like what he's doing. He's got a burger. He's got like a sub. Yep. Yep. I, I, this is a great value. I mean, I, I was saying take Jersey Mike's like six or seven. There's so many Here different so many different kinds of sandwiches you can get at Jersey Mike's. Yep. It's like getting three different places. And now he really has yep. round. He's got his burger joint, probably reached at Whataburger there. But now he's got his sandwich place. He can go a lot of places with that third pick. He can do mm-hmm. a lot. He can go regional. He can go Mexican. He can go Italian. He can go a lot of places with that third pick. Mm-hmm. He's situated himself nicely. I got to tell you, someone's gonna get someone's gonna get that five guys. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be a steal. You know, it's a legacy pick that's still out there is the BK. I mean, I don't see Turlington taking it with with McDonald's in the first round, but, no, but no B- B- BK. No you know, and a lot of people prefer that flame broiled taste to uh, to McDonald's mm-hmm. grill flavors. So, uh, Christy Turlington has uh, has come in with uh, McDonald's. She's backed it up with Popeyes. Okay, love it. Okay, I love it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a that's great. That's yeah. a great. Uh, I like everything Turlington's doing. You got the Golden Arches, and now you got some Louisiana fast. She's doing all right, and, and she is gonna. She's not gonna be struggling to find the restaurant when she needs Mm-mm. it. She's not gonna be turning off the highway and be like, "Oh, well, I gotta, I gotta <laughs> Roy Rogers and Long John Silver. Yeah. What am I gonna do?" No, she's got a. She's got one of these at every exit. This this Turlington ain't just good looks. She's got a head on her shoulders here. You know. Yeah, yeah she's great. Meanwhile, there may be a malfunction in the program because Turbo Dumps has just come in with a pretty big surprise. Uh-oh. On the back of in and out Burger, Turbo Dumps has followed it up with Dairy Queen. Wow. Okay. I wow. I like I like DQ. I'm not I'm not gonna lie. I like DQ, but I, yeah. I don't like them here. Mm-hmm. Right? I like them maybe in three four. It's a stretch four. It's a stretch four. If you yeah. want it in four, you go for it in four. But it, you don't need it this early, I don't think. No, it, yeah. I mean, it, it took me, and you know, and I keep my eye on the game. It took me forever to realize that they had food food here. You know, I, yeah. I, for me, it was always just a, a dessert place. And if you're looking for a dessert place, you can get that later. Otherwise, you're just getting yeah. carny food. You know, it's just it's just carny food here. It, it's your... Right. And also, also, let me, can we talk about if anybody's going to take... Dairy Queen, why is it the person that took In and Out where you already have the only Mm-mm. rational reason for right. the In and Out pick is the shake to begin yeah. with? Right. That's a that's a what weak 
That's a weak, your weak position if you're turbo dumps. Oh, but yeah, also yeah, like, you, like if you're a robot, I mean, how often are you gonna eat? You know what I mean too. So maybe he's just, you know, he's out there, you know, doing something we don't understand. Yeah, we don't yeah. get it. We don't get it. Jessica St. Cool is up. She's followed up. Remember, she took Chick-fil-A with the second pick, and now with the 15th pick, I got to tell you, I think I think our good friend, Mr. St. Clair, is going to feel pretty happy about this one. Five Guys Burgers goes number there you 15 go. to Jessica St. Cool. Unbelievable that she gets a 15th pick value. It's like a, it's like a number mm-hmm. one, two, three pick. Yep. It's a top three pick at 15. I mean, it's going to hurt, you know, I think it's only going to help five guys be stronger. I see 14 yeah. times it was passed. And again, nicely, uh, yeah. nicely situated. You know, when you see, uh-huh. when you, when you look back on that Chick-fil-A pick all the way up at two, which I thought was a bit of a reach, but when you know that you have so many strong burger places down there, you just uh-huh. trust that you're going to have one left. I didn't think five guys would be the one that was left, but now you are situated with two, two strong proteins uh, at Chick-fil-A oh, yeah. she, and five she, she guys. Gambled, she gambled in one. It's yep. as simple as that, right? Like, you know, and the people that took your Whataburger at five, your In-N-Out at three, they're kicking themselves mm-hmm. because you had basically an equivalent, if not better, uh, one that goes in the, in the 15 slot. That's got to hurt. Yep. yep. Also, also the, she did solve her Sunday problem. She solved her Sunday problem. Okay, you know, there it is. She's got it solved. Uh, you got you got to love it. And this is the final pickle that we'll have on air. This is Mitch Bergerman Manburger. He kicked things off with Shake Shack. And here he comes back with Chipotle. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, and he also gets the next pick, right? He, was, he does he have the next pick. Yeah. So, what do you what do you want to see him take there? By the way, uh, at the top of round three, if you're I, Mitch Bergerman Manburger. I would lock down Culver's. I would just lock down another burger place. Just lock it down. Make oh my people, God. You're going to go, you're go burger. two burgers. I want to I yeah. do it like like the 80s Houston Rockets. Samson, Olajuwon. I want to I have the towers. Twin towers. Wow. I've just I played like our strengths. I, I tell you what I wrap around here, Rush, and I know there's some, you know, uh, is a hot dog a sandwich? You know, those kind of arguments over whether these places are included. I... I um, 16 picks, no pizza. Um, if, oh, I should have said at the top, the pizza places are, are not are not included. Okay. I apologize for gotcha. Not okay. Because I, I would I would have recommended that for anybody heading into uh, round three well, there. We're, yeah. we're big fans sure. of Pizza Hut uh, here at the yeah. food draft. And we would have taken Pizza Hut well before a lot of these. Okay. Uh, for sure. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. I should have mentioned that. Uh, I But... Uh, TJ, who do you who do you think at the, the on this background the third pick? If he's I, going Chipotle, Shake Shack. I I know you said early you didn't want to hear about it. Um, and if I could think of a better, more widely used one, I would probably go with it. But I, I'm seeing a need for sub sandwiches. I probably go with the Subway or you know or a, or a, a some sort of sub sandwich there. You got your Shake Shack, Chipotle will take care of your yeah. burritos and stuff. But I need something Tuesday heading to work. You know, and and you know, give me a ham sandwich or something yeah. there. Give me a roast beef sandwich. I need something just See? for you know something like that. Uh, this is why it's the best of the business. You got to think about these sort of issues. You got to think about. I'm, I'm eating these three four times a week. I can't I can't do Shake Shack four times a week. Mm. It's just gonna knock me out. So I do need I need I need a I need my bread and butter. Now yep. I 
I, I gotta say, and, and Andy St. Clair was all over this from the jump. That's why Jersey Mike's is so valuable. Yeah. Yep. You know, yeah. They, there's a, they, these burger places are a dime a dozen. Even like Chipotle, I could think of three other, but you know, you go to Moe's, you go to Cadoba Grill, whatever. I mean, maybe maybe right. Chipotle is a little more available and the, the best abil- ability is availability. But that's right. We're talking about. We're talking about uh, Jersey bikes. That there's just not quite a substitute. And if you're looking at, you know, Pop Bellies was not a bad choice. Pop Bellies is, is you know, good. Mm-hmm. But it, it, okay. you know, Subway, I guess, is what you're left with at that at that spot. I don't know. Yeah, like Jimmy John's. Well, that were Jimmy John's. You could, yeah, you could do Jimmy John's, I suppose. Although I feel like you eat three Jimmy John's, you've had enough for a month. But uh, you know, we're we're not we're not going to get to find out. We're going to have to cut away. We'll we'll send the rest of the picks later. I got to thank you so much, uh, uh, Mr. St. Clair, Mr. Jagodowski, for joining. Thanks, Sonic, for supporting this uh, <laughs> uh, this particular uh, segment. And uh, uh, that's all. Thank you. Well, thank yeah. thank you so much, Andy. Alrighty. Thank you, guys. I, let me just say, I love the show. I listen to it on all my walks with my daughter. I, and I appreciate everything you guys. I really do, and I appreciate it. Uh, thank you, guys. It makes me miss you guys, and it's it's really great. And she takes really some is. long walks because you she's been gone this whole time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's she's gone. We we it's like an hour, hour and a half. So <laughs> keep them coming, and thank you so much for having me. That means the world. Thanks so much, pal. TJ, that brings us to the end of part two. We just, of our we just got started. We just, we were just getting started. How can we be over? Uh, we got to stop for now, but <laughs> we're coming back. Don't worry, TJ. In just two and a half years, we're going to, no, I'm sorry. I'm wrong. <laughs> Tomorrow. Tomorrow we will release part three, uh, the final part of our three day uh, year one anniversary. So you got to hear part one yesterday, part two today. Part three is tomorrow, uh, and in part three, we've got a treat where we have uh, our great friend, Brian Shortall, who, uh, if you've listened to the podcast, you've heard several stories about. So, TJ, uh, tomorrow, not only will we have Brian Shortall on, but we're going to invite Brian and all of our other guests uh, to come back and to uh, address the situation where our good friend, the eBay wizard, is back asking for how to price some of his magical spells. So we'll ask Beth and Kate and Andy and Brian those questions tomorrow, as well as have a few situations for Brian Stordahl. That's too much. That's too much for mortals to handle, Rush. All those, all that power, all that power coming at him in one, in one episode, that's too much. It's a big upgrade, TJ, is what it is. I encourage... It's, uh, it's nice to have a lot of guests and not just us. I encourage uh, us not to do on. this. I, I really do. I, I advise us not to try this tomorrow. Uh, I, I think we'll, we'll... Let's take a day to think about it. I'll end this episode, and then we'll take a day to think about whether that's what we want to do. Yeah, fair enough. Okay. So thanks to Nate for producing. Thanks to Julie Nichols for our music and Emily Cardamus for our artwork. If you want to get in touch with us, we're at Here's the Situation Podcast at Gmail. Dot com. Tune in tomorrow to see if you can if you can handle handle it and if we if we actually pull it off. Yeah, and what you should do is subscribe to the podcast because that way it'll just automatically come up uh, if indeed we do it tomorrow, and you won't have to you know go searching around the internet for us. 